It's Thursday, January 19th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today. We're looking at two chapters of Isaiah today, um, chapters three and four. We're looking at two of them because really they need to go together. Um, chapter three without chapter four would just be really, really depressing. Um, and it wouldn't actually give you the entire idea behind what Isaiah is writing. Uh, chapter four is only six verses long, so it's not going to feel that much different than if we only did one chapter. But I, I think you're going to be glad that we do the fourth chapter together in concert with chapter three. So let's look at this section today of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter three, starting in verse one, all the way through the end of Isaiah chapter four. See now the Lord, the Lord Almighty, is about to take from Jerusalem and Judah both supply and support. All supplies of food and all supplies of water, the hero and the warrior, the judge and the prophet, the diviner and the elder, the captain of 50 and the man of rank, the counselor, skilled craftsman, and clever enchanter. I will make mere youths their officials. Children will rule over them. People will oppress each other. Man against man, neighbor against neighbor. The young will rise up against the old, the nobody against the honored. A man will seize one of his brothers in his father's house and say, You have a cloak. You be our leader. Take charge of this heap of ruins. But in that day, he will cry out, I have no remedy. I have no food or clothing in my house. Do not make me the leader of the people. Jerusalem staggers. Judah is falling. Their words and deeds are against the Lord, defying his glorious presence. The look on their faces testifies against them. They parade their sin like Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them. They have brought disaster upon themselves. Tell the righteous it will be well with them, for they will enjoy the fruit of their deeds. But woe to the wicked. Disaster is upon them. They will be paid back for what their hands have done. Youths oppress my people. Women rule over them. My people, your guides lead you astray. They turn you from the path. The Lord takes his place in court. He rises rises to judge the people. The Lord enters into judgment against the elders and leaders of his people. It is you who have ruined my vineyard. The plunder from the poor is in your houses. What do you mean by crushing my people and grinding their faces of the poor? Declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. The Lord says the women of Zion are haughty. Walking along with outstretched necks, flirting with their eyes, strutting along with swaying hips, the ornaments jingling on their ankles. Therefore, the Lord will bring sores on the heads of the women of Zion. The Lord will make their scalps bald. In that day, the Lord will snatch away their finery, the bangles and headbands and crescent necklaces, the earrings and bracelets and veils, the headdresses and anklets and sashes, the perfume bottles and charms, the signet rings and nose rings, the fine robes and the capes and the cloaks, the purses and mirrors and the linen garments and tiaras and shawls. Instead of fragrance, there will be a stench. Instead of a sash, a rope. Instead of well-dressed hair, baldness. Instead of fine clothing, sackcloth. Instead of beauty, branding. Your men will fall by the sword, your warriors in battle. The gates of Zion will lament and mourn. Destitute, she will sit on the ground. In that day, seven women will take care of, take hold of one man and say, We will eat our own food, provide our own clothes, only let us be called by your name. Take away our disgrace. 
In that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land will be the pride and glory of the survivors in Israel. Those who are left in Zion, who remain in Jerusalem, will be called holy, all who are recorded among the living in Jerusalem. The Lord will wash away the filth of the women of Zion. He will cleanse the bloodstains from Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of fire. Then the Lord will create over all of Mount Zion and over those who assemble there a cloud of smoke by day and a glow of flaming fire by night. Over everything, the glory will be a canopy. It will be shelter and shade from the heat of the day and refuge and hiding place from the storm and rain. Oh, some of these prophecies are terrible. But when you consider the sins of Jerusalem, the sins of Judah at the hands of people like Ahaz, uh, this isn't even written during the time of Manasseh. Manasseh is the king after Hezekiah. Manasseh is just as bad as Ahaz was. They don't seem to learn. It's a warning of the judgment of God, the terror of judgment. But in the midst of the judgment, God's righteous wrath poured out on a nation that is rebelling against their God. God tells of a remnant. God tells of a remnant that will be bound up in a branch. The branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious. There will be one. There will be one who will embody the righteous remnant. Yes, there will be destruction. God is going to allow the Babylonians, we, we will know this by later in history, the Babylonians will come in and they will, oh, they will ruin everything. So many will die. Jerusalem will be destroyed. The temple, the temple torn down. Oh, it is a horror unlike anything Israel had ever experienced before. But there was a remnant. There was a righteous group who remained faithful to the Lord even in the midst of this, this discipline. Because as the passage says, the people of Israel brought this upon themselves through their idolatry, through their sin. They were all about their finery. Look how rich we've become by doing things the world's way. Look how powerful we've become by doing things the world's way. Oh, beware, brothers and sisters of those who are seeking the power of this world, who think that faithfulness means hoarding wealth in the corridors of power. No, that's not faithfulness. No, faithfulness is to be about the things of Christ in his kingdom. Yes, we could make our riches in this world. We could have success and influence in this world, but at what cost? It cost Israel their faithfulness. It cost Israel their lives. It cost them their nation. Brothers and sisters, instead, be a part of this remnant. You see, these warning passages, they're opportunities for us to choose to recognize where we, what we might be chasing after and where we are to go. How are you living your life? In what way are you glorifying the Lord by the way you use the things he's given you? Do you care too much about the things of this world? Status, wealth, how things look in your neighborhood, how things look to your family. You know, the, these, this wealth, this status doesn't have to just be kind of in a geopolitical sense the way Isaiah is talking. Maybe you're just trying to impress people with how godly you are or how put together you are. Or maybe you're trying to fit in with the hot mess crowd. There's a lot of that around. What if it's supposed to be about Jesus and not about any of that? Social media has made it about us. Our culture makes it about us. Everything is about us in this life. 
but it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be about Jesus. And this righteous remnant who are part of this branch of the Lord that, that God calls beautiful and glorious, they're not focused on themselves. They're not focused about what they can gain. They're not focused about riches or influence. No, they're, they're focused on Jesus. They're focused on the things of God. Yes, Jesus is many years away from this writing in Isaiah, but Jesus is the God they were seeking. And when he came, he proved himself to be much greater than the things of this world. Oh, the idols that we chase after. Brothers and sisters, would you be a part of the righteous remnant? Come close to Christ by prayer. Meditate on the things he declares glorious. Pray that the Spirit would develop fruit in you of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Adorn yourselves with good works, not with the things that the women of Israel were described as being ordained or adorned by. Brothers and sisters, seek the things of Christ. Think, seek the things above where Christ dwells, that you, might, that you might be clothed in his righteousness, that glory might be yours in the life to come. Let's pray. Father, the trappings of this world, they allure us. They are attractive. Lord, too often our hearts drift towards them. Help our hearts to be focused on you. Help us to chase after you more than anything else. Would we lay down riches and influence? Would we lay down the things that this world prioritizes in order to follow after Jesus Christ? Help our lives to be about the things he values more than anything else. We love you. We praise you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with me today. We'll be right back here tomorrow with Isaiah 5. Okay, we'll talk daily.